nothing's better than family with the ones who love you so. Be a shoulder to cry on when you're in need. They'll never leave you alone, no. When your friends bring you down and they drag you through the dirt, and when no is that six letters here and it's a word that makes a lot of difference because like we keep saying here that is the basic unit of society so if and when family works well 
Its effect on society is largely positive. Welcome once again to Farm Life this morning and thank you also so kindly for allowing us into your space. My name is Michael Mensah and we have a lot in store for you today. But I would like you today, I'd like you to try and guess what we are going to talk about by a little song that would play. But before we do that, let's take a short break and we will be right back and introduce the wonderful folks who would help us to look at what we have to do today. So please stay tuned and we'll be right back. City 97.3 Accra This is City 97.3 Yes, so what do you think could be what we are discussing tomorrow? I give you one minute. Hey, I said, I said, to, I said tomorrow, oh, you see, you see what happens when you see. Badness, <laughs> uh, badness in, 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 okay. So you can, you, you, be, uh, yes, you can get to us on, you can get to us on 0549 If you have, the slightest idea of what we are going to talk about this morning. Again, 0549-986-996 on WhatsApp or Telegram. Uh, we'll take for a minute and then I'll go on to introduce my wonderful panelists in the studio. And then, so let's see the console if anybody has sent. If you don't get everything, at least get part of it. Okay, so Magdalene from Tema says, woman. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Michael Wanda says, the value of a woman. Okay, you are close. The woman is constant. Let me see who else. Uh, womanhood, that's said from Kofuidria. Okay, said, thank you, womanhood. Anybody else? Some people are typing. We'll take about two more. Okay. Breast cancer. Somebody says breast cancer. Okay. Alright, the person sent a voice note which we can't play. Alright, so thank you for sharing your thoughts. You are all right in some way. So today we are looking at the well being of women and in that we'll look at the dimensions of the breasts breast cancer awareness and all the stuff that go with it how this wonderful species of god 
can be kept healthy and well and how they can fulfill their life fully and completely without any let or hindrance. So the well-being of a woman or the well-being of women, whichever one suits your case. I'm blessed to be in the studio this morning with a wonderful lady, Reverend Mrs. Angela Kaimen Apia. She's Assistant Registrar of the Nursing and Midwifery Council of Ghana, and she's also a Fellow of the Ghana, Col- Ghana College of Nurses and Midwives. And Mr. Sylvester Segbaya, my comrade in arms, he's a health, public health practitioner and pharmacist and other things like Mama Angela is also, and of course, our own dear brother, colleague and friend, Mr. Amos Kevin Annan, who is the curator of, <laughs> you see my mind is blank. <laughs> Don't talk the, much. Who is the creator of? I'm a, I'm a co-panelist here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to say much. I'll say a little more. He's a co-panelist here, and then he's the convener of couples, Creative Couples Conclave. Mm-hmm. Creative uh, uh, Couples yes. Global. Creative Couples <laughs> Global, yes. Okay, all right. So, welcome, lady and gentlemen. Thank you very much. All right. Thank so, you. So, Sly, I want to start from you. When you hear the word woman, what comes to your mind? Oh, wow. <laughs> I thought you start with the women. No. <laughs> I, I wanted to... Get get your thoughts first. And when I get to her, I know she knows how women are. <laughs> so I, I want I want to hear your perspective. Well, I'll give a very basic, um, ordinary man's uh, perspective of a woman. Okay. And the fact that woman was made um, as a partner for the man okay. or a helper for the man, mm-hmm. um, and the woman is very different in many ways um, from the man. And that's important for us to understand. Um, so, um, the woman is female, the man is male. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we are living in a world where there are different dimensions and interpretations these days. Mm-hmm. But um, women are generally female. And um, I think um, we'll go into the science of it later. Um, okay. I don't think I'll say much beyond this point. Thank you, thank you. I was trying to scribble something down, but I didn't complete it. What I wrote was, woman, a special gift from God. Woman, made specially and special indeed. Formed with many intricacies. Woman, a nature in every way. Woman, to be continued. <laughs> but I didn't finish scribbling it. So now we come to Mama Angela. Mama Angela, good morning once again. Good morning. And welcome. Um, thank you very much for inviting me. I'd like to continue from where my big brother left off. And so, having said that woman is a partner and helper, but different in many ways. Yes. And also hammering on the various interpretations of who a woman is in a dynamic world. I'd like to add more to the fact that for purposes of our conversations, a woman, however you put it, has an element of a man because the woman was taken out of the man. 
so you'd hear female, woman, she, which has a he component, and also a her, which has a he component. But for the avoidance of doubt in this uh, special world, made special by various interpretations, by reason of human rights, um, we want to focus our attention on the definition of a female or woman being an adult female human being denoting the sex that can bear children and provide eggs. Denoting the sex. So there is that ability or potential to bear children and provide eggs. That is what I like to start us off with. Thank you. Thank you very much. Let me pick your thoughts. (laughs) What comes to your mind also? Well, I think um, clearly I would uh, go with all that has been said and also add that because of the dynamic changes we're experiencing, a lot is coming in the area of contest for what it is we call woman or man. And that notwithstanding, we know that when you see a woman, you can visibly notice. There are signs that indicate same. And so the woman will be distinctively different from the man, just as the man will be different from the woman. Now, the part of it, of the potential production of eggs, for me, is striking. Because that's something no man can do. So, it's easier babies and all that. You can go and get uh, improvised wombs and eggs and what have you, but really the woman has that as a natural occurrence without any aid or whatsoever. Of course, some medical conditions may predispose somebody from not doing it, and that's basically different because those will be the outliers, not necessarily the general outlook. So I subscribe to all the things that have been said. Wonderful. Thank you ever so much so far. So let me ask my next question to Mama Angela. What makes a woman different from a man? Having said this, the eggs, the womb, the nature, in terms of the structure, the anatomy of a woman, what makes her so different and so special from a man? Because they are both human beings, the homo sapiens as we see. Mm-hmm. different from the animal species. So as as a as a human species, how different is a woman from a man? All right. Mm. Thank you very much. So having defined who a woman is and um, bearing in mind that there would be certain components, if I may say, in a man that a woman would have because the woman was originally by creation taken out of man the striking difference will be in the purpose. And I like where Elder started off by saying that um, nurturing, um, seed-bearing, and my big brother said partnering, 
and all that. So the woman, according to creation, if you look at creation stories, is to help, as you said, the male. And this helping function comes with certain designs. So if we are looking at a woman as a product, you will find specific anatomical structures. The outward manifestation mm. is made purposely as a design. So, where you have the male organ as a plug-in, yes. you have the female organ mm. as a receptor. Okay. Mm. And you have these designs even in gadgets. Okay. All right. Males have breasts. Females also have breasts, but mm -hmm. because of nurturing, feeding, so you find the female's breast has certain ducts that will allow the breast milk to flow out, okay. which a male will not have. Mm. We will come to that. When it comes to bone, men have bones, women have bones, but you find that the density in bone is lesser in the woman. Is the same with the blood circulation and blood density. And they are all part of design mm -hmm. for purpose. Having said that, you find that the woman would have that ability to carry the seed, nurture it, to become the child that we are looking out for to aid in procreation. So the woman will have a sack to receive this fertilized ovum, if I may say it. Now the woman will also have what you will call a seed sack, mm. the ovarian sack, okay. where the eggs are deposited, also by peppers, okay. which a man wouldn't have. Okay. And the woman will have something we call a fimbri. They are like fingers. Okay. They touch their sack to receive the egg, and then the journey begins through okay. the fallopian tubes. Okay. And these are the distinct things that a male will not have. Mm. That will be the anatomical, structural bit okay. before we get to the physiological bit. All right, thank, thank you. you. Doc, welcome. Thank you. Thank you Doc. All right, so Dr. Hopkins is also in the house, yo. Yes. Papa Slide, let me come to you. When it has to do with, you are also a public health practitioner. When it comes to general well-being, and in this case, we are now it down to women, are there any things they need to do that may keep them in good health, as, as it were, the preventive mode of being a healthy woman than having to go through the process of trying to get cured for something that one could have prevented. Are there any lessons, any steps, any actions a woman may need to take in the first place to prevent herself from getting sick or being predisposed to or being disposed to any form of ailments or infection or disease? All right. So thanks, McKean. Um There, there are some th things that are cross-cutting. It applies to both men and 
women and mm -hmm. actually most of them maybe i'll try to isolate a few that may be peculiar to um women mm -hmm. only so one um eating healthy okay is a necessity of life so we must eat healthy um and that includes eating um what gives your body energy what helps your body grow up so what gives your body energy you're talking about the carbohydrates um your normal grains etc your maize mm. your wheat whatever comes from the different the cassava the mm -hmm. whatever you know then your protein um then we have the fruits and vegetables which actually help build our body's immune system to a large extent because they introduce what we call the antioxidants that um, fights um, disease-causing what we call free radicals in our bodies. So your fruits and vegetables are extremely important. So just briefly, um, eating healthy is important. The protein, we're talking about animal protein, plant protein, all of that. We have um, other, th I mean, for animal protein, you have meat, you have fish, you have your dairy products, so you have your eggs, your milk, um, and all, all of that. Then you have your fats and oils, and they need a lot of water. So water is an essential component of our food, and so it must be in your food, and then you must also drink a lot of water. So those are important for... So drink the water only when you are thirsty, or you can have to drink even when you are not thirsty? Well, so recently I heard someone talk about the fact that it's important to sip water on a regular basis rather than only drink water when you are thirsty, because once you are thirsty, mm -hmm. your body is getting dehydrated. Mm -hmm. So you must do regular sips rather than... Um, waiting till you are thirsty, mm -hmm. which is a habit you actually have to build or cultivate yeah. because most of us wait till we are thirsty before we drink water. Okay. But that's that could be. Um, and then still on the eating healthy, you spoke about getting your the the, the what do you call it the, the elements the, the elements that help you to deal with the free radicals and by creating or uh, boosting up your immune system. The fruits and veggies in this day and era, where where a person wants to feel her tummy, because we are speaking about women in particular, but of course, like you said, it goes for everybody. And so, if they buy small carrots or cabbage, it's so expensive. Even the rice, the kabokra is high. How does one balance it? Should they go for quantity over over quality, or they should, or they should? Be minded that you're getting the the, 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 the the veggies and fruits is also important. I think it's important for us to recognize that um, the veggies and the fruits um, contribute significantly to keeping us healthy. Okay. And, um, well, I think um, one of my prime points of encouragement these days is if it's too expensive, find a way of growing it. Okay. It's easy to do a little backyard gardening. Okay. Puts um, even if you don't have a backyard and you have a few flower pots, plant a few, um, do some carrot seedlings, spread them in a few flower pots, and you have something. You have your cabbage, you have your um, lettuce, you have your onions. You can do quite a few at home, so it's not too much of a problem. Right. So the standard recommendation is that your veggies should be about the same quantity as your portion of carbohydrates. Okay. Yeah, so if your your carbohydrates, you have 
um, two large scoops of rice, mm-hmm. your vegetable mix should almost or should match it in terms of wow. portions. Okay. Yeah. Which is something we are all very guilty of. We do, <laughs> we do a lot of. I mean, you go get your rice, yeah. have your meat on it, you have your stew, and many of us don't go for the veggies. But we encourage that we all take a lot of vegetables, then eat fruits. Fruits are good um, first thing in the morning, and there are better replacements snacks. Um, Okay, let me put it this way. They are better for snacks than taking something quite heavy. In Ghana, we do amazing snacks, isn't it? I've been for meetings where for snack, they bring chicken and pastries. And by the time you're done with snacks, you are are so full. Um, We should go back to a lot of fruit mix. Mm. Um, And we are are blessed with so many different types of fruits in our country. Mm -hmm. So... Fruits are important as well. We have bananas, oranges, tangerines, um, pineapples. We have a whole lot. Okay. Let's eat them and be generous with our eating of the fruits. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, they also contribute minerals and vitamins in diverse ways to um, our body, which are essential microelements for growth. So we, we need those. So we spent a lot of time on food. The other yes, thing sir. I love to talk about is rest. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we as human beings can get very busy, but when the body is given rest, it is a time for healing. It is a time for um, kind of rebooting, for want of a better word, mm-hmm. when you, 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 rest, you start, or oh, what do you call it? Restart. Restart. Yeah. yeah, your computer. Yeah. It's like you're putting everything back to its optimum functional state, okay. you know. And when we sleep, we get good sleep, whether night or day. It's good for our bodies. It helps the body heal. It helps the body function better. Then exercise. Exercise um, is critical for the body um, to keep it fit and strong. So... Everybody needs to exercise on a regular basis. Now, our exercising, I like to always say, could be as simple as um, frequent 30-minute walks a day. Um, Yesterday, I I heard someone talk about the fact that you could actually split it up into two, do 20 minutes, 20 minutes at different times of the day. And for those of us who are very busy office workers who jump into our cars early in the morning and stay long behind our desk, um, consciously get up from behind your desk on an hourly basis, stretch, walk to your colleague's office to deliver a file rather than um, call the messenger or somebody to pick it up and send it to the next office. So those... Um, movements on the body of the body on a regular basis are good for the body to function well. Okay. Avoid things that stress you. So, um, and here I'll narrow down to the woman. I mean, it, it's true for both men and women. But listening to what Mama Angela said about the function of the woman, um, I'm sure when she talks about the whole reproductive cycle, it has various dimensions of stress you know they they take a strong toll a heavy toll on the body so you need to be 
conscious of that and do things that relax you. Identify things that keep you relaxed. If you love music and you love to dance, play music and do some dancing in your leisure time. Um, if just quietly meditating is something that relaxes you, do it on a regular basis. If lying in a bath of warm water is refreshing to your body, do it. So regular relaxation things, identifying things that relax you and keeping them as part of your normal lifestyle is important. Similarly, identifying things that stress you and avoiding them uh, is very critical. Um, somehow, some people tend to move towards things that stress them up and spend a lot of energy on them, you know, and... Um, causes your blood pressure to, to shoot up, causes you to feel all worked up um, for nothing. If getting into an argument will stress you up, mm. avoid it, okay. you know, and all of that. So these are very basic and simple things that are very cross-cutting. Um, but for the woman, they are very important as well. Because like she said, the woman plays a certain role that a man cannot play. Yeah. The woman carries a child for nine months um, and delivers. Even the process of delivery is a whole complex yeah. mechanism, yeah. you know. And for the nine months that the woman is carrying the... For the nine months that the woman is carrying the baby, it's important that it's important that she she's very healthy okay. now the body has um, different chemicals that um, play different roles in the body the hormones and all of that and their variation in quantities influence the woman's mood so I wouldn't go into that for now. I'm sure that Angela is better positioned to handle that, and I'll leave that for her. So let me just pause here for now. All right. Thank you. Now let me come to Doc yes. to, to look at the emotional and psychological side as well. What must a woman do to stay emotionally and psychologically healthy? Okay, first of all, um, when we look at the women's psychology yes. from social and uh, uh, family perspective, you realize that women by nature are wired to be caregivers. And this role of caregiving is loaded with a lot of things that will make them function as individuals and also function as a role that they are supposed to play. That is why women have a larger capacity in handling pain, multitasking, and be able to handle community and social issues. These are things that the woman is born with. So when you look at a woman, even from childhood, when a, a, a girl is 10 years old, is already functioning like a 15 years or 20 years old uh, person. When you compare a 10 years old boy and a 10 years old girl, you realize that 
the difference is so clear. By 10 years, the girl child is trying to manage, is trying to control, is trying to put things in perspective. He advised the mother, he advised the father, he takes care of the 10 years old brother. Trying to see what he can do to help. Trying to see what he, he is not doing well. Trying to even correct him. Okay. But when you take a 10 years old boy, he's running, going around. <laughs> Doctor, we don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> he's running nobody down. <laughs> he's running around. So this is by nature have clarified the role, whether we like it or not, of a woman and a man. Now, this is the very reason why anything that is committed to a woman, you see that there's a difference in the way they manage it. You see some kind of smoothness, you see some kind of orderliness, you see some kind of establishing mode in which they put things. This is to tell us that that is their function, which we cannot take away from them. And for that reason, the pressure that comes with all these responsibilities, they are already wired with it. Okay. Reason why they can be breastfeeding a baby, cooking, and at the same time giving instruction of something that is not going well. And can still comment on the husband's dress. What you are wearing going out is not nice at the same time. But if it comes to man, you see the frustration a man will go through if we want to do many things at the same time. With this responsibility, women emotionally, though they are to protect and give and take care, Reason why they need also to be nurtured, supported, to be able to be a better support. Okay. That is why most of the time you realize that people think women need attention. But in the real sense, men need more attention than even women. Okay. Because women need attention to give attention. Men need attention in order to enjoy it. Okay. So the woman is playing double role in order to make sure that what is she's been given, she's giving it out. But for men, what is being given, he's taking it to enjoy it. Okay. Now, if you look at even the anatomy of women, they go through renewal cycles in order to change their system in order to rejuvenate their system and in order to purge them to continue to play their role that is why even in their menstrual stages they go through cycles of emotions and there are various hormones that interplay in order to give them that kind of balance and relief so even in their menstrual cycle, there are times that you see the woman so worried, anxious, for nothing. It is just the hormonal exchanges that are going on within them. And this is also playing a part 
in how the body system psycho-emotionally is restructuring and recalibrating in order to make them to sit well in their role and responsibility. After that moment and period of time is gone, you see that their functioning becomes better. There are some of the men that they will just sit and feel like crying throughout without anything actually happening. It is something that is going on within in order to help them restructure. There are times that they will feel like doing everything. Extra strength and energy is supplied. It's also part playing in how their body is readjusting to the system. That is why when you give anything to them, they are able to go around it, multiply it, and give it back to you. You give them anger, they multiply it and give it back to you. You give them joy, they multiply it, they give it back to you. You give them pain, oh, come on, they will put it together, repackage it, and when they give it back to you, you can't take it. So they are such a unique being that we need to know the dynamics in which they operate. And they will be such a wonderful helper to us, rather than leaving us to die slowly. <laughs> wow. So that is the other side that brings in and ties in the psychosocial and emotional dynamics of it. Uh, Mama Angela, do, 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 from, from the angle Doc has come from, what do you say? You agree that what about men give to women, they press it down and shake it over and, and, and run it back? Well, of course. Um, there is the biblical literature to suggest that. That's in right. fact. So it says that if you, you manage mm. to get to live with a contentious woman, yes. it would have been better for you to live on top of your roof. So it really so. So I agree with him. With him. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> so for the physical side, for the physical side of um, keeping healthy and preventing to one's best ability as a woman, what would be some of the things that you think a woman would need to do to stay healthy and to be on the preventive side right. rather than on the curative side? Yes. Thank you very much. So. As I was trying to prepare to break down this for our audience to take away something that stays with them. We have already defined who a woman is. And I'd like to give them three words. We are made for purpose. So the manufacturer designed us for purpose. Now these are the three words. Accept expect and respect accept who you are expect what you are likely to go through or become by reason of your purpose and respect the changes respecting comes with appreciation Mm -hmm. it comes with thanksgiving because the maker has a purpose you can't change it and any product that is not appreciated is misused. And when you misuse it, you will not enjoy the product. It can even become a hazard to you. Okay. So, to add to this appreciation is to seek knowledge. Seek it. 
find out, ask questions. Wise women ask questions. Somebody was once pregnant, decided the way she was feeling, she needed answers. She went to ask and she was told, you have two nations. Mm. So that will explain the words that Doc was saying, what they are feeling within, the hormones that are working. If you don't seek the right information, you will misinterpret and then from misdiagnosing, you will maltreat and that becomes a hazard to you. Mm. Now, who do we listen to? We listen to those who are certified, who are licensed, who know, who are knowledgeable, who point you in the right directions, not those who are also guessing. Because by the time you finish all the try or luck, <laughs> your luck has run out. Wow. So you only be being managed. Okay. But you could have been helped early. So let's seek knowledge. Let's find it. Let's search it. And we'll get answers. Thank you. Let's seek it. Let's find it. And let's look for knowledge at the right place and we'll get answers. So he said you should accept who you are. You know, interestingly, for some time now, I've grown to deeply, I've always respected and had high value for women. But due to some occurrences in the not too distant past, I've grown to really appreciate women far more in all their roles, especially also when it comes to the role of nature or bearing seed. And what a woman like uh, Sly said, what a woman goes through in carrying pregnancy mm-hmm. for nine months with all the complexities, mm-hmm. with all the things, and even the childbearing process, what a woman goes through with all the possibilities that are even possible, uh, can even come about. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, accept, expect, and respect. And respect. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing. But by most. You have a wife and you have daughters. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always, I'm always sandwiched in between. Yeah, yeah, the king. Yeah, the king in your home. So when, when we speak about <laughs> the role or the place of women, how does this play out in terms of the physical dimension and also the engagement dimension? You know how a woman should carry herself. How a woman needs the things she needs to do and not do just to be healthy and also to be able to engage. Uh, Mama Angela has given us some, Doc has given us some from the emotional space. Uh, Papa Sly has given us some. What would you add to to complete the, the fold for us? All right, okay. I think that um, working with women, relating with women, and interacting with women over the period, one of the things I'm seeing right now, which I want to call women's attention to, has to do with rest. Finding time to rest. Uh, Papa Sly spoke about relaxation. I, ta- I had actually written it down here. Rest is different from relaxation. And it's important to know the distinction. Some people are workaholics and they like it. They enjoy it because you're a natural, you're a carer, and therefore you bite more than you can chew. 
I saw my mother do it. I've seen my wife does it sometimes. I've seen different women do same. I think that taking time to rest is is critical for for their well-being. You know, some of us think of other things. And then also accepting or embracing respite. You see, you are being relieved of the work you're doing. Let go. Some women just want to do it because they are caught up in this perfectionist, you know, mold where unless it is me who does it, it cannot be done well. Your husband can't do it that well. Let me do it. And, and I say to mothers especially, never do for your child what your child can do by themselves. But I'm seeing mothers still doing it for the children. And so the little time you needed to relax or to rest... You, you you sacrifice that also. And then you go to sleep and you are sleep talking. You are not you are sleep but asleep but awoken. And it doesn't help you because the slightest thing you blow up. And this stresses that you talked. And so it should be helpful for every woman to identify the various stresses in their lives. Yeah. Papa Sly talked about the issue of avoid them. But sometimes the stresses, you have to face them. <laughs> you know, some the ones you can avoid. Exactly. Some of the times, <laughs> the avoidance is to pretend, to pretend doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. And, and for me, when people hear avoid and they create the impression it doesn't exist, the thing exists. It stares you in the face. Right. So, Face it sometimes as well. Those stresses, identify them. You should you should have a knowledge of which areas are your stressing points. And those stresses, there are ways of relieving yourself of their stress so that you can de-stress and find very creative ways of de-stressing. The other thing I want to talk about is their shoes. Many women don't realize that their shoes that they wear have implications because you see the sole of your foot is a nerve ending and the pressure it puts on you it has effect on you your balance your coordination and doc is here he's more in the mind of people and that's why when you do you watch the people who do acupuncture and all these things homeopathy and whatever you notice that your nerve endings are always stimulated you need shoes that relax those areas, not the ones that put pressure on so the, it. So the chick wants to look cool. Oh, you must look cool. And I like some innovation I see when I go to church. I see the ladies coming with a flat foot, and then when they're about to enter the church, they're in their heels. It's just for the period. Is So right after service, you see them take it off. You look, You need to look nice, attractive, good-looking and all that. So you, what the girls are doing right now, for me, I think that's the way to go. They need to learn to do that. Okay. Now, also, you know, regular checkups is something I want to recommend. Of course, you, your body has a way of cleansing itself and, like Doc explained, reorganizing itself for the functions that you play which Mamanji alluded to, the design you have is for a function. Mm -hmm. And to function optimally, 
one of the things you need to do to be aware of your state. If you're not aware of your state, how then do you know where something is going wrong so that it is actually intervened or, I mean, redeemed so that it doesn't become a problem for you that now you have to fight and fight and fight and fight. So regular checkups. Of course, it is easy if you compare women to men. It's easy for women to do that than for men. Yesterday I was in a meeting. Somebody shared how his the father, when he said, go to hospital or, you know, go and do checkup, he says, oh, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so we are, all, we are all supposed to be doing these regular checks. Okay. Uh, check your psycho-emotions, check your health, your blood sugar, your heart, your, all those things, your liver function, all those things are very necessary for all of us to do. And then also, I would encourage them to remove restlessness from their heart. We, 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 we worry about too many things as women. We are worried about who is looking at our hair, who is looking at our shoe, who is going to compliment what. And, and you get so burdened about people's <laughs> com- compliments and commentaries. It's nice if those things come. But where they don't come, don't beat yourself into pulp. Okay. Trying to match up to the persons around your neighborhood is not necessarily a helpful thing. And it produces so much restlessness in us, you know. And, and you notice that now the hormones that are triggered, mm-hmm. they are not the one that calms you down. They are the one that produces turbulence. Okay. And the turbulence is now experienced by the people who are supposed to be closest to you. If you are in a loving relationship, the person you love, you call her your lover. Mm-hmm. If you are married, the person you call your spouse. If you are a parent the people you call your children. If you are a manager, the persons you call your uh, subordinates or team members or persons who look up to you. And these things need to be checked because if we don't do that, we will pretend to more trouble. Yes, isn't it a case that the system itself is putting pressure? For instance, you're working in, say, a financial institution or an institution that deals with people and... Uh, they consider you to be the face of the organization. So now they tell you actually, your hair crash should look straight, they're boneless. Now, how, how, how can a woman manage that dynamic in order not to get stressed, as you are saying, yeah. to get restless in the process? I think I've considered to the fact that you need to look good, you need to be smart, you need to come across as professional and all that. Mm-hmm. But there's an extent to which when you cross, mm-hmm. you are putting too much weight on yourself. Okay. You know, and, and sometimes you see people, they are well-dressed, but what they are wearing is not so expensive. Okay. But sometimes people buy the labels. They buy the brand. And the brand by themselves do not define you. And that's, yeah. that's the yeah. saddest bit of it. Yeah. The brand itself doesn't define you. So if you get defined or get into a space where you're defined by the brand you're wearing, then it creates a problem because mm-hmm. you are not that. Your identity is different. Yeah. And and earlier, the comment, uh, comments that came, there was something I wanted to read. 
And this is by Henry Matthew. It's one of my favorite statements about women. He says, The woman was made of a rib out of the side of Adam, not out of his head to rule over him, nor out of his feet to be trampled upon by him, but out of his side to be equal with him, under his arm to be protected, and near his heart to be beloved. Okay. I'll repeat it again. He says, The woman was made of a rib out of the side of Adam, not out of his head to rule over him, nor out of his feet to be trampled upon by him, but out of his side to be equal with him, under his arm to be protected, and near his heart to be beloved. And I find this a ve- as a very beautiful summary of any man who is in the life of a woman, what she expects of you. Sunsectedly put, simple. Mm-hmm. And yet is loaded. Because if you have to unpack each one of them, it shows that the men in the lives of the women should be helpers. Sometimes when people talk about help meet, we only resign it to the women. But the man is equally supposed to be a help to the wife. Help to your lover. So how are you bringing respite or relief to the woman in your life? Have you become a burden to them? Or you are lightening the load they carry? And these things can also help in their health. health. Or can injure their health. So you are saying where there is a significant other, the part they play in terms of the support they give and how they alleviate the the, the restlessness or the weights mm. can contribute to their well-being in all its forms. All right. If you just joined us, we are on the well-being of women. And so far, we've had a wonderful conversation about some of the things to do to keep healthy emotionally, psychologically, physically, has to do with what we eat, how we eat, the water we drink, how we avoid stress. And Papa Emos even added that the kind of shoes you wear, what you stand on. <laughs> and uh, Mama Angela added that every woman needs to accept who she is, expect what she's likely to go through, and respect the changes that come with that process. Awesome. So you can bring your messages and keep them coming on WhatsApp or Telegram on 0549-986-996. Again, 0549-986-996. I think one or two people also sent their topic. I just want to give them a shout-out. Um, okay, there's no name. Okay, she didn't give it. said the beauty of, of a woman. Of a woman. And then who else? Uh, I see a woman. Okay, all... I tie into our conversation this morning. But you didn't give your name, so we can't appreciate you. But thank you for sending it in. So you can send anything you want or have to share with us on a woman to Telegram or WhatsApp 0549-986-996. We'll be taking a break quite shortly. Then after that one, we'll look at this C-word that is considered a danger it's like when you hear it it's like ah is that the end it's all hope Mm -hmm. lost 
And sometimes we don't even want to talk about it at all. We want to be positive. We want to be, have faith. We want to be hopeful. But one of the things that Sly said earlier was, in, the, in, in being careful, is how we eat, how we exercise, how we stay away from stress. And then Papa Emos also mentioned the element of, and but in both of them, the rest and then relaxation. So, and then Amos added that we need to do regular checkups. So how and what can that mean to us? And sometimes some people say that if you don't know, it doesn't hurt. Mm. Is that really the case? What you don't know doesn't What, what you don't know doesn't kill you. Oh. Is that really the case? Or, 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 or is the opposite? <laughs> they say that there's a story told that somebody in the early days of HIV, somebody went and was healthy and fine. And he had to apply for a job which required that he gets his his, his status clearance. or get a clearance and then do the, the test. He said by the time they gave him the results and he was you known the council before because of that condition, within a week he had completely deteriorated. And so they're wondering that had he not known, would he have been better off or was the deterioration just a matter of the physical reality or there was the... Mm-hmm underplay of the emotional and psychological underpinnings that eventually just rather got the better of him so you say we should get regular checks and someone is asking is it good is it right is it wrong let's let's uh, pause for a moment and then we'll look at what next to do but let's hear this song by Ivanita of women of strength and then we'll come back and look at this this dangerous seaweed <laughs> and this breast cancer awareness month in this in the month of October so we are wrapping it up uh, in the studio with that today looking at the mammary gland uh, Mama Angela said that both men and women have breasts but the women have longer and the ducks are different because milk mm-hmm. must flow through to nurture a child, mm-hmm. an offspring. That's a unique ability and tendency given to a woman that a man cannot, in his, his wildest dream, get. <laughs> so, women of strength, and we'll be right back. Those hands are soft and gentle your touching may be small Those strong and holding arms of all Catch victims when they fall The power of a woman Nothing can compare His strength is driving her To go where no one else A woman of strength
Resting her full enough, she's ready for the way. Nothing here can stop her. Nothing they do try. All she do, she spread her wings. A Indeed, and they make a lot of difference in this our world today. So we give due appreciation and respect to our women folk for all the difference they make in our lives and for being the special people that they are. Doc was speaking about the psychological and emotional dynamics of what a woman's makeup is. And how so that sometimes disposes her or predisposes her to certain conditions. When whilst we're on this short break, I want him to give us clarity on that. Then we'll take a little another short break, and now we'll go into the the C word proper. Yes, Doc, please. Okay. So um, when we take women in general, there are certain activities and. Um, emotional predispositions mm. that they have okay. that are very positive okay. as far as their function is concerned. Mm. So they have traits as, like I said, naturalness, mm. sensitivity, sweetness, supportiveness, being gentle, and in every situation want to project themselves as being warm. At the same time, they expect them to be very passive in certain situations. They are also being expected to be cooperative, expressiveness, modesty, and to also carry same in humility. So at the end of the day, they have to package themselves to be very empathetic, affection, and tenderness. All these things wired into their emotional being in order to produce kindness and be helpful. And then at the same time, they have to be devoted in order to be able to function well and to play their roles. So this puts a lot of pressure on the human and the woman psychology, more than even men to some extent. Then when you look at it, you realize that reason why they are a bit prone to depression. Why? Because when you look at the even the psychological means by which they express themselves. Women talk so much. Just as things go through them, they express it as much as they want to. So at the end of the day, you realize that women, average women, can speak about 20,000 words. (laughs) And when you put all together, you realize that they speak 13,000 more or 16,000 more than men. Mm. It is because of how they are wired. Okay. So this is also to say that they are predisposed 
to certain things. Okay. Now, when we look at the hormone that triggers the ability to feel calm, to feel good, and to feel appreciative and hopeful, yes. which is serotonin, mm. women produce half oh, really? than men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you see, they have all these functions, activities going on in them, yes. and intrapersonally, these hormonal exchanges with all these responsibilities, which is loaded on their mind, yet the hormones that will keep them up is half produced than that of men. So that is what has predisposed them to be um, likely to be depressed in situations and such circumstances that can lead to certain diseases and sicknesses. Now, some of these emotional situations contribute much more to the C word we are going to be looking at. Because a lot of research have proven that people that have psycho-emotional breakdowns are predisposed to some of these sicknesses or um, uh, challenges that can lead to the C word we are talking about. So on that basis, I think when we look at the C word and how now clinically it's being handled, there are a lot of psycho-emotional issues that have been introduced in managing the C words. I was so surprised the last time we went for our clinical uh, research work assessment, Mm -hmm. we were looking at how forgiveness is playing a role in treating cancer. Really? Yes. Really? How forgiveness is playing a major role in treating cancer. Why is it so? Uh It is because over the period of time, they have sampled people who have Issues harbored in them. People that cannot secrete happy hormones are very much prone to these things. And then, when they look at the general approach to how the treatment goes, they realize that people who even have the cancer, but they have social support, encouragement, love, affection, they live at least 25 years more than people who don't have any of these. So this is to tell you that um, medicine is advancing Mm. and a lot of research is going into some of these things. Mm. And sometimes it will even surprise you that some people, if they don't know about it, Sometimes they live longer. Yeah. That, that is a question I was asking yeah. about the the, yeah. the, 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 psycho, the psycho emotional dynamics. Exactly. But some people, the day they got to know of it, yeah. that is the day they start dying. The information killed them. And yeah. that is even the time that people around them who are supposed to show them yeah. love, yeah. support yeah. them, they begin to they begin to mourn them. Yeah. 
Wow. So in the very space in which they need encouragement is the very space in which they are being mourning. They're giving them farewell. So, so by the time you realize, they speed up the process of the deterioration yeah. rather than the recovery. Thank you. Thank you. So take a shot. So this is why we need to, we want to delve deep. And uh, we said, and this is our second part, but we have to take a short break again and we'll be right back. And I'll start off right with Mama Angie on what are the causes. Because you said cancers are not a, a pleasant word. Anyway, you, you hear it, it brings something else. The emotions and the effects it brings in some way. So let's take a break and we'll be right back. City 97.3 More Variety All right, welcome back, and thank you for allowing us into your space, whether you're at home, on the move, in the office, or wherever you may be, at the workplace. We cherish you allowing us into your space. Now, it's been said that disease is not a pleasant thing, and nobody wants to think about disease or hope for disease. But through the course of time, it's becoming quite evident that certain things predisposes us, as Dr. Stephen is talking about the emotional and the, the, um, the psycho, social dimensions of it, exposes us to certain conditions. So this is our second part now. Because we love and cherish our women, we want to look at what causes, you know there are different kinds of diseases, but cancer is one that is not a pleasant one. And anytime it's mentioned, it brings scary moments and thoughts to the hearts of many. And like Doc said just a while ago, that once that is said, those who are supposed to give you succor or support or encouragement sometimes start mourning you immediately. That alone has a negative psychological and emotional effect as well, which sometimes plays out physically. So, Mama Angela, what causes breast cancer is a big thing, isn't it? And what causes it? What what are the causes? Is it known at all? Or is there anything that predisposes a person to it? Mm. I like the expression on your face. You see? <laughs> <laughs> the listeners cannot see. <laughs> yes, so I need to let them see the How expressions, yes. the motions, yes. those nuances, gray areas, yes. things you cannot even begin to comprehend. Yes. And so that is the same response I give. Mm from medical science, all the searchings have not been able to pinpoint what causes it. But there are explanations that are given. And one that is undisputed is in what I will call human genetics. Mm where we come from, what gives us our color, the thickness of our lips, your eyeballs, your nose, what makes some people have long necks, long limbs. These are all codes that come through what you call the genes. So when the male spermatozoon and the ovum 
that the woman produces when they fuse to become a zygote, there is an exchange. And this fusion brings in a new being. So, with studies to do with cancers, breast cancers, there is a common term that is said BRCA or BRCA. And they are types of genes. And it is said that every human will have two copies of this term. It's a gene. So you pick one from your mother and one from your father. And from where I sit as a reverend minister, usually when people go to pray, you hear them binding things in maternal, paternal backgrounds. <laughs> I don't know if you are familiar <laughs> yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They bind anything. And they are binding. Because they have a certain understanding that when the foundations are destroyed, the righteous, they can do something, but it is difficult. Mm. And so where this bracket comes from, the assumptions are that you can inherit good genes and you can inherit bad genes. So your mother can give, your father can give. Now, there is a 50% chance of inheriting a bad gene. It's called a mutation. And I like to watch films, and one of my favorite films is the X-Men. They are called the mutants. The way I appreciate that film is when I believe that God gives us certain graces. And you know, in, especially in Africa, whatever people can't explain, they give it a name and they hunt you. So you become a witch. They fight. <laughs> Spiritualize so it. science has proven beyond reasonable doubt that there is a 50% chance of inheriting, just as we inherit good genes, you can inherit a bad gene. And interestingly, it doesn't come only from maternal sources. Paternal sources can also give you. Hmm. Now it comes back to this thing we said about knowledge. Elder mentioned health checks. I said, accept, expect. So if you are wise, as you are growing, knowing that cancer usually happens in women from the 50s onwards, usually. Doesn't mean it doesn't happen in younger ones. So what must I be looking out for? What must I be doing? Because it doesn't have a particular cause, it defies understanding. It doesn't mean it cannot be identified and managed. But the uncertainty of it and why I said I like the expression of your face. You said there are so many diseases. Yeah, people are battling <coughs> various diseases. Some even kill instantly. Mm. But they are not afraid of those. But when the word cancer comes in, mm-hmm. now there's the psychosomatic bit of it. Mm-hmm. What your mind tells the body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm dying. Mm-hmm. So now you start confessing it. Mm-hmm. 
and um, Doc mentioned the fact that those who should be your support systems, yeah. they now start to mourn you In because advance. they have a certain expectation. We mm. we and in women, they cannot take this because breast cancer becomes a life-altering thing. Okay. Women pride in their external appearance. Okay. One of those is their breasts, mm. their hair, okay. which is their beauty and their crown. Okay. It's no wonder that they want to buy all the hairs in this world. Mm. Peruvian hair, whatever hair. Brazilian. Brazilian. They are burning, toasting, frying, everything. Baking it. Doing. Oh, baking. Can you imagine? Oh. <laughs> so once the word cancer comes, yeah. and it comes with these pictures of losing your hair, your breast, something will happen to it. Mm. Ah, that is the end of That's life. Right. Okay. So that is where all the fears come from. Mm-hmm. And for those who are not the sufferers, yes. who see the change, mm-hmm. and suddenly you look like old woman. Hey, yeah, yeah. look at the face, and they start dodging. Mm-hmm. And that is the end of That's the person. Serious. Okay. So the cause itself is still unknown. Okay. But I believe we'll be talking about the predisposing factors. Yes. And I mentioned the gene. I mentioned the genetic bit of it. Mm -hmm. There are others. Interestingly, all the assumptions that we held about stress hasn't been supported by literature. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah, hasn't. All the things Mm. that we thought, oh, when they are stressed, they are not sleeping enough and this. You see, we were made for purpose. So you need to have that balance, mm. psychosomatic, biopsychosocial. Mm. If there is no balance, intrapersonal harmony, mm. yourself, you will produce that toxin. Mm. So there must be an ability for a woman who has been made for purpose to carry mandates and not to abort it. Okay. But when you start, for example, listening to the wrong things, Mm. feeding yourself with those toxins, that balance, Doc mentioned serotonin. The Lord made it so for a reason. Mm. And we have it. And it is to check something. Because he made us to support, to carry burdens. Mm. He made it so. So he gave, if I will use the same word, the product was given some support system. Okay. So now when you take the hard drive out yeah. You just have a case mm. It won't fulfill purpose And these are the things We need to now start Discussing and I like the forgiveness Bit of it mm-hmm. Because Doc mentioned If you give a woman something They will multiply it yes, And, they give, and give it you. back to you mm. Now we need to be able To scale that wall Because as you are multiplying you are harboring it. Okay. And it is not for nothing that the Lord says, do not keep these things. Mm. He will repay. Mm-hmm. So we should be being taught to learn how to cope, to learn how to identify the stresses and scale those walls okay. through coping mechanisms. Okay. We have different temperaments, yes. different ways of uh, nurturing upbringing. Yes. And now the telenovelas are not helping. 
are creating a, a fantasy yeah. that has no existence. And they are creating all kinds of responses to usual stresses mm-hmm. that no. does not help the woman. That's okay. it. Yeah, so they are teaching you how to give back, to roll eyes, to do this, to manipulate, to orchestrate. No, it will not help your system. Mm. So this is how I would like to start the ball rolling. All right. Thank you. Thank you. So since the the real cause is not really identified, the predispositions are what most of the approach to literature has capitalized on. So then it is so accepted that it brings some kind of cyclical effects Mm. where the predispositions contribute to the effect and the effect also contribute to the predisposition. And that that cyclical perspective becomes the basis for which approach to literature, treatment and everything is dependent on. Okay, all right. It's like, yes, so what, what are some of the things also that predisposes a woman for that matter to this condition? Okay, so I want to take us maybe two okay. steps back. Okay. Um, and thanks to Mamanji, she gave us a lot of background to cancers. I want to say what the World Health Organization defines cancers as. Okay. Um, so it actually says that um, cancer is a generic term. Um, for large, a large group of diseases that can affect any part of the body. Um, there are other terms that can be used, like malignant tumors and neoplasms. Um, then he says, one defining feature of cancer is the rapid creation of abnormal cells that grow beyond their usual boundaries and which can then invade adjoining parts of the body and spread to other organs. The latter process is referred to as metastasis. Okay, we'll stop mm-hmm. it there. Now, so it tells you that this is just an abnormally growing cell, mm-hmm. and that spreads, that has a potential to spread very rapidly. Um, there are known associations um, with a number of um, factors. So we know that, one, if you're exposed to excessive radiation, um, it can trigger an abnormal growth Mm. in your body cells. Mm. So we're always careful to advise people, guard against excessive exposure. (coughs) Sorry. Then, um, so for radiation, I mean, we are exposed to even ultraviolet rays from the sun. Mm -hmm. But God in his wisdom gave us who have a lot of sunlight also the darker skin that shields us. So we don't get cancer because our skin um, is exposed excessively. But as soon as you begin to interfere with the nature of that Mm -hmm. skin, you increase the risk of developing a skin cancer. Mm -hmm. So I would advise our brothers and sisters who are into any form of bleaching, Mm -hmm. God in his wisdom made your skin the way it is just for the environment in which you are, and it's perfect. Mm -hmm. So let's leave our skins intact. Um, Now, there are other things that predispose us. um, Excessive consumption of alcohol could be one. Tobacco. So I see the cigarette packs. They write it boldly on them. Um, Smoking kills, you know. But the rest is up to those who pick the pack. And, you know. So 
we, we need to be conscious of that. Yeah. Now, the other thing I wanted to highlight before I come back to the other predisposing yeah. factors is the fact that there's good news about cancer, not, that, not about getting it, but about preventing it okay. and curing it because there's therapy available. Mm. What we need to do is to pick it up fast. Okay. You know, so that's why the element of doing regular screening, especially for breast cancer, cervical cancer, and any, um, I mean, for the men, prostate cancer, when you do the, your PSAs on a regular basis, mm. it's extremely important. If you, it's picked up at a very early stage, yeah. simple treatment options are available that keep you safe. So that is one. People need to know that, so based on that, people need to know that it's not a death st- um, sentence. Mm. I mean, you know, many years ago, when you test positive for HIV AIDS, it's like you're finished. Yeah. Today, the story is different. Mm. Same for cancers. There are a lot of cancers that people have gotten treated for. They've lived 30 years after that, 40 years after that, before they finally die from some other cause. Mm-hmm. So we need to give people hope. If a family member um, gets diagnosed for cancer, um, family members shouldn't throw their hands in the air and start mourning. Mm-hmm. They should be supportive. So let me come back to the, predis- the other predisposing factors. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that um, is a bit worrying currently in our system is our exposure to um, plastics and the toxin, toxic extracts from plastics when they are um, exposed to excessive heat. So we are putting our food in all these plastic things. Um, you go to buy cocoa, it's put in a plastic bag or a rubber bag for you and tied. Yeah. You buy your watches, same. You buy banku, banku is tied in rubber. Yeah. Um, all of these um, are increasing the risk of um, cancer-causing, increasing the risk of exposure to cancer-causing agents. And we need to be um, a little more careful. So with our food, maybe we should just go back to our traditional wrapping in our green leaves. Wash them, clean them nicely, and that's fine. No, the other thing that's um, it's potentially risky is some bacterial and viral diseases. So your exposure to um, the human papillo, uh, papilloma virus um, could potentially um, lead to some form of cancer. Now, once you are aware of these things, same for hepatitis B. Um, for some of them, there are vaccines that protect you against those infections mm-hmm. and consequently will be protecting you against a potential cancer that may be emanating from that. So we need to be aware, we need to be knowledgeable about these things. So let's encourage people to do the screenings on a regular basis. And once something is detected, the necessary quick steps are taken to protect it um, or to protect us. My last point, I may not have exhausted all the predisposing factors, but my last point is we consume a lot of things on impulse in our part of the world. Yes. If you meet a friend, oh, I'm taking this herbal medicine. Mm-hmm. He says it's very good. He passes it on to you. You also start taking it. Sometimes someone walks to your door, knocks, says, I, I mix this thing, it solves this problem, solves this problem. You're on a bus, someone hops onto the bus and markets something 
with excellent oratory mm. and you're like, give me one, give me one, give me one. We need to be very careful with these things. Most of these herbal products or traditional medicines um, may have some medicinal value and may be curative in one way or the other, but we need to be guided on how we take them. Okay. Don't take, consume just anything based on somebody's recommendation. If you're walking about, you are healthy, you are fine, um, don't be deceived by someone who says to you, this thing I want to offer you will even make you stronger and better. If you're healthy, what, why do you need something to yeah. make you stronger and better? Yeah. Just do your regular things. Eat normally, drink your water, get your rest, exercise regularly. So we must guard against consuming um, some of these things, and especially in excess. Um, and I'm highlighting this because it's a very common thing in our um, in our part of the world, consumption of herbal medicines. As, and I've mentioned that herbal medicines can be effective against many diseases, but the way we approach it, the way we consume it can potentially put us at risk. Um, so I think I'll pause there when it comes to the predisposing factors. Um, Yes. Thank you. Mamanji, I'm coming again to you. Mm. What does early detection... So you, you guys have mm. basically laid that foundation. Mm. But what does it have to do with possibly saving an otherwise grave or serious situation? Okay. So I may liken that to some sauce that the woman is preparing that is sitting on fire. So the woman, even though they may be multitasking, they are preparing a meal, and the meal is on fire. So they keep their eye there. Sometimes you can smell it. Mm, that's very sure. Mm. And it's about the senses. Early detection is about warning signs. And these signs for women, we want them to be aware of their bodies. Mm -hmm. And because we are talking about the breast, every woman knows what their breast is like. For those who may be burdened, they are significant others. Spouses know what the breast is like. So we expect that as you go through your daily routine, you should be observing what changes there are. And the changes are easy to identify. Is it a swelling? Is it discoloration? Usually redness. For those who are dark-skinned, they may not see redness. Is it pain? Is it a nipple that is discharging or retracted? Is it dimple skin, looking like orange skin? Is it some pain in the armpits or a swelling in the armpits? We call it the lymph node. Mm. But there's something that is off. Mm. And women are very good at picking things that are off. Okay. The only challenge is that because they multitask, when they pick the signals, then they defer them or postpone them. Okay. So what we would say is this. When you pick something early and you take action on it, it's like driving your car and seeing your petrol gauge turn on. It is a signal. Mm -hmm. 
if you disregard it, we know what happens. Yeah. The car will just drop yeah. in the middle of nowhere. And usually we are helpless and clueless. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we want to be very familiar and in the abundance of knowledge. And that fear that we have, because we don't want to lose our breast or a part of it or our hair, we need to take action quickly. And we also want to empower those who play with their breasts, who are also custodians, co-sharers of mm. their breasts with us. Mm. We need to empower them to also share their observations. Because medical science has suggested that if you are able to pick these signals up quickly, yeah. it's like a nip in the bud. Okay. So a stitch in time will save nine. Yeah. So we saw the signs. We took action. Bam. You are able to even live the rest of your life as though nothing happened. Okay. So that is the benefit of early detection. Some people may say that, oh, I do not know. I can't feel anything. Yeah. Well, it is possible. But when you avail yourself... For an assessment, usually we call it OBYGN, Opsengaini. Mm. We put them together because though one handles uh, maternal issues, mm. the same people also take care of women issues. Okay. Mm. So the obstetric, the gynecologist, they will be able to help to say, oh, this one is in your head. Mm. I have confirmed there's nothing so that you can have that peace of mind. Okay. On the other hand, and more importantly, it may be there's something but because you may not have that expert's knowledge, you yes. may miss. Okay. So there's nothing wrong once a while going. We may talk about how to do self-assessment yes. as a woman. So is, is, it, is it something that you should check um, yearly, quarterly, half yearly? Okay. Is, is there any time frame with regards to that All as right. well? All right. So for women, mm -hmm. what we usually advocate is for you to do this quarter, quarter, monthly. The okay. reason Monthly. is that, wow. yes, the reason is that because uh, these things happen and it's around hormonal issues, yeah. you want the woman to be able to distinguish when she has hormonal influence on the breast okay. and when she doesn't. Okay. So when you are checking it, it should be outside the hormonal influence mm -hmm. and then you do, it's usually palpation, okay. using your fingers to go over your breasts mm. through the axilla armpit area because mm. the breast has an end there. Okay. And then you feel around it and you can teach it. And it's not just the breast muscle, you do to the nipple as well. Okay. That is what I'm saying, that we can empower those who share their breasts with us to also help. Don't some, 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 some go be smiling. <laughs> Yeah. I think you have to repeat that line because it didn't come out so clearly. No, 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 no. no. Oh, some, the empowerment some, is. Some people will be smiling. <laughs> being infatuated. The, the, the men in the studio are smiling. Uh, uh, Mickey, no, 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 it's no, no, about no, no. being infatuated no, no, no. with. And the infatuation, the infatuation comes with interest. It says since the children came, the babies came, they, they have displaced the men. Oh, those, those, those are, those are, those are te temporary tenants. They will leave. And the landlords will be in charge. <laughs> so, in, in a nutshell, what you are saying is, 
that the spouse let him repeat yes. that line. Let, I bet before you he, go he, to he your he summary, he I know you're a good summarizer. He wants to hear from you again. All right. And so I'm saying that <laughs> empowerment you know, women are usually multitasking. Mm-hmm. And we've heard it. Mm-hmm. They are carrying a lot of burdens, mm-hmm. doing a hundred and one things at the same time. Mm-hmm. So sometimes they tend to overlook some of these things mm-hmm. that are to do with themselves okay. because they are wired to do for others. Mm-hmm. So now, if you are smart, you can empower those who share your body with you. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about those who are partners, spouses. Mm-hmm. Empower them okay. because they have vested interests. Okay. And they can tell you. Celebration time. Come on. <laughs> and actually, what which of you is more excited? No, <laughs> no I'm not excited. He's just containing himself. Me, I'm expressive. He's 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 directing everything. He's internalizing the emotion. And actually, what happens is that most of the time, from our social construct perspective, women seem not to, though they feel happy when they look good. But to take much attention, to want to appreciate what they have, mm. they don't have that ability. Mm-hmm. Okay. Being a sex therapist, you want to ask a woman, when was the last time you had the opportunity to look at yourself? Mm. They don't even think it is something mm-hmm. that is important. Mm-hmm. Okay. They don't even think it's something they even have to think about. So you even saying it, it's like, it sounds so Mm -hmm. odd. Mm -hmm. Look at myself. How? When? Mm -hmm. What happened? Why should I? Mm -hmm. And all that. Mm -hmm. It is ignorance. And because it is imbibed in our culture and our social construct, it is very difficult. So you can even link that to their psychological well-being where their self-esteem mm. is linked to that and the way they appreciate that is how they think about themselves as well. Okay. And that can also be linked to the way they appreciate themselves in the social values they have of themselves. Okay. So when you say it is not something that needed to be appreciated, why do you always go for it? Mm. Mm-hmm. Why should you always pay for it? Mm. Why should you always get crazy about it? That is how valuable it is. But they themselves don't have that kind of appreciation Mm -hmm. of it from that point of view. So what Angela is saying is perfectly right. Mm -hmm. Let's take a few messages in. I'm enjoying your program. This is Micro Felix from Takwa. Thank you, Micro Felix. Dear Farm Life, please ask Doc if after drinking water in the morning, (laughs) I take in oranges or pineapple before my breakfast. Would the orange cause ulcer or any harmful disease to me, please? This is King. Yeah, it came when Sly was Apple. talking about the fruits. The fruit. Okay, mm. so please take note and you address it. Um, please, is there anything you can say on feminism? My name is Ya. Okay. Good morning, Farm Life. My BP started going up after I had uh, after I had my third baby. During the pregnancy, I don't really sleep well and stress out. But my BP was perfect until I put, until I until I go to bed. After the first three months, my mom left the village, and was left with, <laughs> and I was left with the house chores. I do practically everything. My husband doesn't. My husband doesn't help. I can't let my ten-year-old girl do everything for me. 
So I'm always doing something. And don't get rest when baby is sleeping. I'm always stressed out. And it seems I'm putting on weight. I have started work after four months. And I have to carry baby to my mom-in-law before work. Husband always sleeps when he gets the little chance. I have spoken to him and asked for a house help. He refused to. He said no. Mind you, I'm still taking my BP drugs and have been asked to be relaxing. Moreover, I'm a soldier. My baby is now a year old. I'm going against his words now to get a helper. I'm so much angry with him and feel he doesn't care. Please hope I'm doing the right thing. Thanks. Mm. So please take note of that as well. I think women are more focused and goal-oriented. Not to say men are not. When they see what they want, it is not. When they when they see what they want is not being achieved or done, they find ways of getting it done ourselves. We find ways of getting it done ourselves in order to achieve good results. This makes us end up working a lot and by ourselves. I believe. This said Nam from Tema. Thank you, said Nam. Good morning, farm life. Looking at scriptures critically, the woman is and can be described as the man with the womb, or that part taken out of man. It is because God took out the female component of the man and clothed flesh around the bone. Thus, woman was created out of matured bone, while the man was made <laughs> and created with ordinary dust. Though we bear the likeness and image of God. Mercy. In same Mercy. We, 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 lo- we love them because they are a source of encouragement, help, and strength. They can be stable, risk adverse, and yet drive their homes through thick and thin to a successful end. We recommend them for what they are, especially their efforts, care, and love for their homes. This is Uncle Ben yeah. of Makatil. Thank you ever so much, Uncle Ben. I know we are praising the strength of a woman, but I hope it does not become a little battle of the sexes, i.e. who is stronger. I once heard this, that what women can hmm. do is only them that can do and do it better, and the same vice versa, which is the ideal. I don't can I get that, but... Mm. No, it's, it's simply it's, it's, is that what men can do, only men can do right. and do it well as well. That's the, it, that's the balance he's talking okay. about. It's nice to discover their strength and their roles, and also how they can be the best of themselves and all their capabilities has been discussed. Good morning. Greetings from Eric Opoko from Konongo. Thank you very much, Eric. Good morning, team. God bless you for the good work you are doing. Some husbands are really autocratic, wicked, and heartless. My sister's husband took some huge amount of money from her, which was her pension money. She said he demanded the money from her to keep the home. The husband also took his money, which was more than his my sister's own. Now, when my sister needs some of the money for medical checkup, the husband said he has used it for something else without my sister's knowledge. He said she can go to court if she doesn't understand that he has used her money. Mm. Now, my sister has to borrow from people before she can access health facility. She is in total debt and cannot pay her debtors. While the husband is enjoying himself with her money, <laughs> please, what is your advice? That's a queer. <laughs> Good morning, farm life. I want to use your airways to appreciate my wife, Mrs. Esther Opariege. She's a superwoman. Please tell her I love her so much. Mm. Daniel Opariege, Ashali Boche. Mm. 
Good morning, Farm Life. Sugar too, sugar. The biggest predisposer. <laughs> cancer cells have insulin receptors. Kill yeah. the sugar and, and calves kill the cancer. Mm. All right. Good morning, Farm Life. You promise of bringing us platforms that offer mm. courses which will help to get and oh. No, that was the, that's the website. The website I was going to give them. Okay, thank you. That's Donald Crenshaw. Yeah, we sent Apple. him a message. Okay, all right. Thank you. So, the ones that have to be addressed, if you can address that quickly, then we can the go on to get some more. For yes, the fruits. Yes. Okay, so acidic fruits. So we have different types of fruits. We have okay. ac- some fruits that are very acidic and mm-hmm. some that are less acidic. Okay. Um, so oranges, mm-hmm. um, pineapples. Some people actually even squeeze lime into water and drink in the morning. That's a risk factor. It predisposes you to gastric ulcers. So uh, be careful if you're doing something like that. Eat a meal first if you want to take lime um, and take it in moderation. Okay, so um, yes, if you take a glass of water and after that you eat oranges um, and you are your tummy is quite sensitive, you could actually develop an ulcer. Yeah. So just oh, be careful. So what about those who take the lime when they're going to sleep? Um, I don't know. But lime and warm water. Yeah, so after, after, a meal, no, full stomach. After, a few, after a meal, that's fine. Yeah. After yeah. a meal, that's fine. Because I needed so, that to be brought. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, less acidic stuff. You have bananas, you can do watermelon, you can do papaya, okay. and you can do ripe mangoes. Mm-hmm. Um, those... Uh, avocado is great you can do pear as well so um, those are less or non-acidic fruits that you can safely take first thing in the morning mm. watermelon yes i did mention that so that's my response that's my to favorite that. mm. okay good and jollof rice, uh, jollof rice yes. Right. yes watermelon and jollof Mama rice you, always so sorry time always seems to run so quickly so in a nutshell what should be a woman's response to you to avoid or detect this situation so that she has a productive and fruitful life in the case of breast cancer for that matter and how to stay clear of it or how to be weaned or healed of it is all right so let me take it from what women are passionate about okay women are passionate about their husbands and spouses you are telling me. do anything to find where they went, even smell who they were with. <laughs> that has been proven biblically. They will do anything, go any length, okay. even put them in danger to find what they were doing or who they were with. Wow. The other thing is about their children. Okay. So what I would advise the women to do, if you want to go find out what your husband is doing, where your boyfriend went, live long. So you can go chase. You don't want somebody to maltreat your children. Mm. Live long so that you will take good care of them. What is the point in doing all these things and neglecting your health? Mm. Then you will become a victim. For the woman that you think is chasing your husband Mm. to have the last card. Mm. So take charge and be wise. Take charge and be wise. (laughs) Papa Sly. So, um, breast cancer or any form of cancer is not a death certificate or a death sentence. Get screened regularly. Um, Do medical checks on a regular basis. Psych yourself up that knowing your health status is a good thing. It helps you take preventive action. 
eat well, rest well, stay healthy. Eat well, rest well, stay healthy. Doctor, Papa Emma, Doctor, what did you say? Oh, in conclusion, I want to say that total well-being yes. is not just pick and choosing from the various things that we feel endangers our lives. Mm. When you want to look at total wellness, it starts from how you handle yourself from the within to the without. Okay. So it's much more of seeking to be relaxed, seeking to be happy, seeking to be relieved from any burden or any hurt or pain you are carrying and seeking to feel free. And that is the basis for which you can feel well. Any other thing apart from this will just put an added pressure on yourself and rob you from the well-being you are very much looking for, for which reason you are struggling and fighting everybody. Wow. Well, I would strongly recommend that women learn to realign. Because, you see, if you get stuck in the routine, you will never be able to realign. How do you realign? There are things that you love to do, you enjoy doing, you get consumed doing them. You don't even notice the time is, you know, passing by so swiftly. Some of those things, you need to learn to delegate them. Delegate properly, let others carry it through and out. And where they falter, help them to amend their ways so that it relieves you of too much weight. And that's what I would say. Thank you very much. So the relief is crucial. Doc, the program is coming up. Mm -hmm. Please tell us about it. Yeah, the couple's dinner is coming up this evening, 5 o'clock. Yes, 5 o'clock this evening. The red carpet will be laid at 5, and a lot of things are going to be happening. We're going to be having talks and presentation from myself, Dr. MFA Bonzi, Uncle Ebo White, and Dr. and Professor Osei, and going to give us such a wonderful take on how we can manage the nuances of the family system. Because whether we like it or not, it is the womb that is giving birth to the society. So when we want to handle society well, handle our lives well, and live longer, Mm -hmm. we also need to know how to handle our family system. So... People who are couple, people who are single, they can all come. This is to teach us how to manage our lives. Even as an individual, you are a family working by yourself. You need to know about yourself and the members of your family, which you are, to be able to deal with yourself very well. So we're going to have games, good music, and of course, on a table of wonderful dinner, and I think you can't miss it for anything. Can't go wrong. So please, the location. The location uh, yes, is. And a number they can call if you want okay. to apply with this. Um, the discounted uh, price for couple yeah. is 600 Ghana cities. Okay. And then for singles yeah. is 350. Okay. And then you can call the number 244 Nine zero zero two four four nine zero seven one 
1990. And the dress code is anything whitish. Anything whitish. Oh, okay, nice one. So and anything with a touch of white. And the, and the location. And the location, please. <laughs> Doc, the location. Location. The location yes. is a Center for Peace and Reconciliation. Okay. Number one, Pantine Junction. Okay. Number one, Pantine So Junction. the number one house before you tend to Pantine Road. Pantine Road. Okay. Hey, thank you. <laughs> and then those who yes. want to maybe spend the night, there is still an accommodation available for them. Oh, oh la la. So that, so, so that what Mama Angie said, they can practice Are you going to do practical? So they can practice it. So also soon do research kum. <laughs> so also soon come to the end of this wonderful session today. The well-being of women. The well-being of women. And I've been in the studio with Reverend Mrs. Angela Carmen Apia, who is Assistant Registrar of the Nursing and Midwifery Council of Ghana, and also a Fellow of the Ghana College of Nurses and Midwives, and with Mr. Sebaya, who is a public health practitioner and pharmacist, and also Dr. Emmanuel Hobson, who is organizing the dinner, which you shouldn't miss tonight, and also a counseling psychologist and ADR expert, and Mr. Amos Kevin Annan, who is a healthy homes advocate and convener of Singles in 3D and Creative Couples Global. My name is Michael Mensa. We have been ably produced by Philip Nielate and Nashika Caesar with technical support from Ever So Cool Okladanso. Please stay tuned for the big issue which comes on right after and you would always learn a thing or two and be refreshed by it. Thank you ever so kindly for allowing us into your space. We hope we've been of benefit to you. Keep your dialogue here, right on City. Thank you, and do have a wonderful day. Bye.